You're listening to a podcast from RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode number 25. And for this episode, I've got a special treat for you. My guest, Miss Mercedes Carrera. Hello, Mercedes. Hello, Mr. Nelson. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, briefly cover your because uh, uh, you're a porn star. Uh, as my friend from the Bob Levy show, John Kinsel would say, you're a uh, adult romance film actress. <laughs> That's a nice way for saying whore on camera. <laughs> He's quite the character. He has his own <laughs> his own language, and uh, he's stuck in 1978, I believe, or something like that. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, so I, I, I became aware of you through, uh, the Gavin McGinnis show, cause, uh, you're frequently on there and, uh, yeah. doing a segment that he lovingly referred to as the happy endings. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So anyway, uh, yeah. How, how did you end up in the, uh, adult industry? Um, well, I, uh, it's, I came around kind of the long way. I actually was more of a conventional member of society for many years, and then I, I, I was doing production on um, kind of romance novel photo shoots, and I had done some modeling, and so the porn offers just started pouring in, <laughs> so I took them. Uh, and it, was, it actually was kind of a... I did one just as a joke, because I thought it would be funny. Like, you know, who doesn't want to do a porno? once in their life right? <laughs> so I did it and then I was like this is a fucking great job I'm gonna keep doing this <laughs> so that's kind of how it happened I actually thought that I would be a very part-time porn performer I did not expect to become a um, kind of a consistent performer in the industry it's actually there's a lot of performers so yeah it's very competitive but um I've been an engineer before yeah, I so, knew that too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yep. And I and I got tired of seeing all of my money going away to the federal government, and so I thought, well, <laughs> let me do something that's technically legal, but still very close to being illegal. For and, uh, I'll operate under an LLC, and so I won't have to pay as much in taxes. <laughs> so that's what happened. <laughs> well, that almost sounds like a plot to a uh, porn movie that you were just, you know, you're one of the people in the, in the background, but wow, once you were on the set, you couldn't help yourself. I mean, I was always kind of a slut, but I just figured out a way to monetize it. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> yeah. Now, there's, there's, some, there's some women who've been in porn, and uh, some of them, you know, I think like, like Nina Hartley and people like that who they can handle it, you know? And then every now and then there's one that comes out and they all reject it. You know, they say, Oh, it was the the worst thing I ever did. (laughs) And yeah. So I'm thinking you're one of those that can handle it. (laughs) Well, I think those ones who say that it's the worst thing they've ever done. have probably never really gone to have a real job because there's something about like I could sit in a cubicle for 70 hours a week as a salaried employee and watch 40% of my income be pissed away. Or I could go on set for three hours, get railed by some dude who's probably, Probably got one of the best cocks in the world, and then uh, take home in a day what most of these chicks would make in a month at Walmart. So I'm thinking I'll go for the latter. Yeah, well, you know what they say: do what you love. Exactly the money I'm all of. I just it took me too long. I was like, why didn't I get this shit at 18? And then it <laughs> so anyway. Uh, okay. Uh, well, uh, and then well, the interesting thing. Uh, 
that well beyond that <laughs> that drew me to you was uh, your uh, discussions on free speech and which of course is important for the adult industry I would say but uh, certainly uh, in our current uh, social media world and uh, that sort of thing and then comedians and that whatever and then you were involved with uh, with uh, Gamergate and that sort yep. of thing yep yeah so. Yeah, well, you know, it's, I, I live my life by the motto that I think, and actually this is why I like, I actually like porn for this reason. There's, I like porn for a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons I like it is that it's a, it's kind of a canary in the coal mine of yeah. free speech. Because it's, it's like, it's the one industry that everybody feels good about attacking. It doesn't matter if they're like super left, like super liberal, like I'm a feminist and porn's oppressive to the women's and the patriarchy. <laughs> or, or you're like a like super religious right, like porn is a d degeneracy and, you know, you could take that all the way down. So, so yeah. if we exist, it means that free speech exists in society. As soon as we don't exist anymore, that means that we've probably gotten to the point of legislating the speech that we don't like. And, and so I think that it's a natural kind of out, outgrowth of, of the free speech community. I don't know that even a lot of my porn contemporary people necessarily see it that way. Yeah. Um, I'm one of the first to kind of be friends with the alt-right. And I, I think <laughs> it's because a lot of the porn people still see it that like the the conservatives, the Republicans are the the <clears throat> the ones who are censoring them, but that's actually not true. The, the Republicans still uh, tend to be more constitutionalist. It's actually the liberals at this point right, that are totally right. happy with censoring everybody. So that's part of the reason I talk about it. Yeah, because I, I mean, every other time there was an article or uh, one of their special looks at the porn industry, they would always interview different uh, people involved, and they would always say, "Yeah, boy, back when the Republicans were in, it was hard to be in the porn industry." Like, but I was like, "Well, I've never seen it clamped down, you know." And so I, I didn't, you know. And so the only threats I've seen from a, a real power and exercising mm -hmm. it is from the Democrats. And, well, uh, these these days, our biggest opponent is a gay, secular, liberal Jew. So <laughs> I don't. I'm like looking at this, going. I'm thinking that the guy who's actually after us is the guy who used to be defending our our speech, and it's and it's because he uh, he runs. His name is Weinstein. He owns the AIDS Healthcare Foundation. So yeah. in theory, he should care about gay men's healthcare because ninety percent of new AIDS cases are. Gay men. That's just yeah, sorry. They, they it's, it's, a, it's a gay disease, right, right? right? But he figured out that if he attacked gay porn, who, by the way, does not test. They don't use like the same testing in straight porn. We test every twelve days. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. So in straight porn, we test every twelve days. We're self-regulated. Again, this is like a big libertarian point. We didn't need the government to tell us. We all went. You know yeah. what? I think we care about our safety. Yeah. Let's do the thing where every two <laughs> weeks we all test. Like, I think that's a good idea. What about you? So, so yeah. we all test every two weeks, and we test for everything under the sun, including the HIV. For the, and we use the microRNA test, which is amazing because it, it detects the virus in the blood before the viral load is high enough that you can transmit it to others, which is why the straight porn industry has not had an HIV uh, case, an onset transmission since 2004. So it's like 12 years that we haven't had any active HIV transmission on set. It's like, that's a lot. Um so anyway, this guy owns this foundation. He figured out that it was a great way to show for money. 
from both the liberal camps and the conservative camps was by attacking the straight porn industry. So he called us a public health hazard. And by doing so, he's been raking in the donation dollars from both the LGBT community because he didn't attack. By the way, gay porn, the reason they don't test the same way is a lot of their people have HIV. And it's under control because they all take their antivirals. I don't care what they do, but this is why our industry is yeah, yeah. separately. So we don't, we will not, like, if you work in gay porn, you're not allowed to work in our industry. Again, we regulate internally without the government's help quite fine. So it tells you something. But anyway, so so he's the gay liberal Jew. He's been actually after us. <laughs> he's the one who's been putting it on the ballot to make all of us use the condoms all the time, even though our testing works. He's yeah. the one who, he has, like, he has no idea what we go through. As a female performer on set, I don't want to use condoms. I don't want to because we film for two, three hours at a time. Those things are like fucking sandpaper after about 30 minutes. <laughs> Not fun. Oh, so... Also, things that you know he wouldn't know. That's this is, well, this is like <laughs> this is why I'm a very pro libertarian. It's my pussy, well, I can do what I want. Yeah, I mean that that's the thing, and a lot of the left will always, uh, you know, preach about uh, the pro choice movement and all that, that with with that. But then when it comes to this, you know, they're still they're big on being a nanny. And, uh, you know, it's like whatever happened to adulthood. I mean, look, it's your choices. You you make it. And, uh, you know, if they're worried about uh, the health care costs and what have you, well, we could uh, we can tear that down, too. Well, yeah. Well, don't fuck porn stars. <laughs> well, yeah, that that's <laughs> you know, the obvious. Really simple. So, I mean, really, I'm, I'm of the libertarian elk, which is like, I don't give a fuck what you do. I don't care yeah, yeah. what you do as long as it doesn't cost me money and you're not imposing it on me. Other than that. Don't give a fuck. Have fun. So, like, and this is where I, I kind of divert from a lot of the groups because even, like, the alt-right, they have, you know, beliefs about, like, well, trans people or women or they're men or what. I don't give a fuck. I, like, fucking yeah. pay whoever you want to cut off all your genitals. I don't give a shit as long as you chose to do it and I'm not incurring the cost. So right. this, this is something that, like, both sides of these issues somehow don't realize that you can't legislate other people. And the sooner you learn that in life, the happier you are. <laughs> so, but, but they want us, they want us legislated because now the liberals have taken on the SJW ban. And the problem is they have the ear of the government much more than the conservatives ever have. And yeah. this is why they're a danger to us. Yeah. They, they, they've made uh, the left makes more use of government power as far mm -hmm. as I've seen. I mean, in the old days, I guess you, you would have to go back for, like, the religious right would have been, like, the sodomy laws and that sort of thing, which yeah. was still in existence, you know, I, mean, I guess maybe 10 years ago they had an arrest of two gay guys. They Some police went in. I think this was in Texas or whatever. They went in to do a drug bust, and they went to the wrong address, and there was two guys going at it, you know, and they said, well, we can bust them for this. And they, eventually the charges were dropped, and people realized it's, you know, it's, it's my core philosophy is none of your business, you know, and, yeah. uh, you know, just walk away. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right, right. I mean, so, it, like, to me, the last, but, but the, the Democrat philosophy is always that the government knows what everybody needs, and so the government's yeah. going to help you the government's here to save you the government's here to make us safe and blah 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 and so you couple that with like some sort of like moral overtone and you get exactly what you're getting now which is uh people under the shroud of liberalism really becoming really authoritarian so yeah because it's things like that uh we call them secular but i'm beginning to think that you, you never can really escape religion because uh this is becoming a religion <laughs> Oh, you know, completely. It, it, I mean, the belief in patriarchy is like the belief, you know, it's actually like a yeah. less founded belief in God. <laughs> like, yes. Like, yeah. I say more evidence for God than I do for patriarchy. You're talking to an atheist. So. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. I mean, with, with the religious people, I always, you know, what are you, you know, it, it, um, 
if you need a law to make things moral, you're not moral. You know, because right. it's like if you don't like porn, that's fine. I respect that. But mm -hmm. don't look at it. You know, that's up to you. You know, right. and same thing with the comedians. If you don't like him, don't listen to, you know, that sort of thing. And television, all that. There shouldn't be an FCC. You know, I mean, it's just don't watch it. Don't listen to it. But exactly. Exactly. But that's this is, you know, it's government run amok and it's getting worse. And then, of course, people think the solution to too much government is more government. So let's, yeah. start, <laughs> let's start creating more government to deal with the problem of government that was created by the government. So yeah. we're just going to keep doing that. And eventually it'll all implode yeah it's got a collapse of its own weight you know you the best we could hope for is they'll have somebody in there to manage the decline but otherwise it's just gonna all of a sudden you know <laughs> collapse like, what the hell happened <laughs> well this happened back i think it was the 70s and 80s there was a um, there was it was the same thing back then it was the radical feminists and some of the religious right came together yeah. to have a testimony on porn forget the name of it it'll come to me like after i'm off air of course but but the <laughs> funny part is so some of the women who are really behind it were all these super radical gay feminists, right? And they're like, yeah, porn, it's oppressive, and we need to we need to only have feminist porn. This was in the 70s days. So, of course, in Canada, <laughs> they were like, yeah, we're going to have a porn cancel. That's a great idea. And they're like, yes, we're going to get rid of patriarchal porn. Well, what was the first porn that was censored? It was the, the kinky dyke community fucking fisting. So, <laughs> so all the, so all the, the yeah. fisting dykes yeah. were like the first ones to go. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is a great, hilarious irony, but I'm never happy about people's uh, speech being censored. So no. even even though I, I, I delight in the irony of it, I still want those people to be able to make as much Yeah, Yeah, you have to let them, yeah, right. You have to let them have their say. Otherwise, you defeat your own philosophy. But right. uh, but it, it's also, it's like it's uh, the government telling you, well, you can't think, you know, uh, you, you, you can't tell that this is bad for you or it isn't bad for you. You know, that sort of thing is like, like again, it's like there's no adulthood. Yeah. Well, the, well, the government is confident in the fact that you can't think because the government educated you itself. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> so they know that you don't know how to think. And that's, again, these are all things that nobody wants to talk about. This is why you have fucking idiots in college campuses uh, countering, uh, you know, free speech and out yeah. there wanting segregated spaces. And I mean, all these things. That, oh, like, God. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, I, and I'm going... Yeah, your feelings are hurt, but I don't think that's what MLK meant. Like, I don't think. He oh no, it's so far seat. beyond that, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, <laughs> and I'm a minority, so I get to say all of this. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm a nasty, I'm a nasty right wing wasp. So, oh yeah, god. Are you white? All you right-wing white guys can't say half of the offensive <laughs> shit that I can say. <laughs> yeah, because the message I'm getting, the best thing I can do is commit suicide. Uh, that's oh. the only thing I can do for the world. <laughs> There, I, you, you guys are really under attack. That's part of the reason. Like, I just see it as inequity. All I care about is things kind of being fair. So, like, if I really thought that minorities were in a in a space of being unfairly uh, persecuted, I would take that side. But I actually don't because I grew up in the world as a Latina female in, in a in a state that's largely Latino. So I've seen yeah. all of that. My I. Poor family, you fucking named the progressive card. I probably have it. And this is why I'm so vocal in my opposition of it. Because you can't tell me that my Swedish family who emigrated here in complete abject poverty, complete. Yeah. And who lived in squalor up in the Dakotas, and so did my Native American family up there. You can't tell me that they were any better off historically or even up until 
recently than my Puerto Rican relatives who lived on as really sharecroppers who came who came there by way of because they're all biracial by way of slavery and slave trade and all that shit yeah. and they actually had a better standard of living um, than my white poor relatives so this is not this has always been a class issue it's never been a race issue it really makes me makes me mad to see the vilification of the white male as though being white male somehow implies there's a certain amount of wealth and that's not true yeah and so tell me about and, it <laughs> yeah you know and i'm like and i'm going you know like i drive around la and i'm like gee it seems like i see nothing but homeless white male veterans these days like yeah. how's that fucking white privilege working out for you living under a goddamn streetcar you know why because they don't have any shelters for them yeah. Like like if I was homeless as a Latina female, there's a shelter somewhere in LA that would take me in. Not true if you're a white guy. This yeah. is why I think it's unjust. Well, clearly it is, but then they, Yeah, but in the context of history and <laughs> Yeah, but that's like yeah, but it doesn't count right now. And actually so much of history is is revised. Like yes, I had it, this conversation yeah. with somebody about slavery and like a lot of and again, my family came from slave traders and slaves in Puerto Rico. I, I got tons of context on this. But people who were um, slaves who were bought as chattel labor, especially like strong men who worked on the sugarcane plantations, they were valuable yeah. chattel. So you kept them fed and healthy and like tended to. You think anyone was going to feed my like poor Swedish relatives living out in the Dakotas in the middle of winter? Nobody gave a fuck about them. No. People starved out there. So yeah. like, again, like you got it. Like like the world history was tough. Most people didn't live past the age of five. It was shitty. We were all fucking miserable and poor and died. And we're like lucky to be here right now at this time in history. So so to make it a race issue, like it it doesn't work. It's it it, just, it's they're too simplified in it. I mean the history of the Civil War and everything. I mean you would think someone would think when you hear about well you know there were some black confederate soldiers well why is that you know wouldn't right. you want wouldn't you be curious you know but no and i mean most people's span of history even today with uh, the 20 year olds is only as good as 10 years <laughs> you know? right. So, right 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 uh, exactly and, and, and it's revised in yes yeah they have no fucking clue i mean even like you talk about like confederate history only six percent of whites in the south owned slaves right right that's a yeah that right there would tell you that the, this whole business of blaming all white people when only a handful of wealthy <laughs> white people because yeah. you had to be wealthy. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. you're going to run a plantation. That that was costly. Yeah, it was. And, and that's why, like, like eventually, like, my family lived on a tobacco plantation. They all became sharecroppers over time. Because what happened was it was so expensive to run the plantation and care for all the people that it actually made more sense to have everyone be sharecroppers and take a portion of their labor. Which it could be argued that's exactly what the IRS does now. So yeah. I don't see any <laughs> difference in the fucking yes. system. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, hey, let's we can't call it that. That's totally yeah. different. <laughs> but it's like you can't ever have the discussion. I mean, of course, the idea of capturing people and enforcing them to work is a terrible thing. But, but they bought but, them. But, but they bought them as existing slaves. Yes. And again, that's another. Point and that's another point. You go to Africa. Well, who was selling them to the Europeans? And oh, right, the Arabs. <laughs> Right. And, and, and other tribes because they were they were prisoners of war and that sort of thing and this is the this is the story of humanity all throughout human all history humans. we're the all Native descended Americans did it. <laughs> yes yes i know we never get to that to the slaughter that went on but <laughs> and oh i mean they were killing each other left and right. That's why. That's why the white people took over the continent so easily because the the yeah, the, but, but like like the crow sold the Lakota out. I mean, I like, yeah. Like all of these stories, if you are if you're an Indian like I am, and by the way, my great grandmother <laughs> was given a um, a hysterectomy for having a half breed kid, so I know all about that kind of stuff. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, that's because that was standard practice in 1920. Was you know, and, and she yeah. thought she actually ended up benefiting from it because guess what? She didn't end up with a gaggle kid. She had one kid to take. Well, care. okay. So, so she she had a mark on her, but you know, yeah. Look on the bright mark, side. You know, that that was this is the story of human history. It was yeah. brutal and cruel, and but and the natives were enslaving each other, especially up on the plains and down in the southwest. Humans are cruel and <clears throat> and always have been, and so to blame one race and gender of of people is just completely unfair yeah completely. as if it exonerates you when we're all humans <laughs> we're so. all humans and and the entire western world has benefited from the inequities that happened historically everybody has i mean yeah. this is like we're talking on technology right now that happened because of the supremacy of one culture sorry that's the truth yeah. and i know that upset everybody but hey you know i'm a latina female i don't really want to go back to working on a tobacco plantation i don't feel like <laughs> carrying fucking baskets of tobacco on my head i'm happy doing the thing where i use the technology that all the men created like i'm good with it so well yeah that was uh one of the points that uh, i think it was uh dinesh d'souza's movie with uh, the second one he did where he was talking about the, the history of the uh the mexican american war where uh of course america won and that's how we got the california and arizona and, and all that and uh well uh and of course he had you know people forget the american troops were all the way into mexico city so they could have taken the whole shebang and looking back maybe they should have <laughs> but uh when they they went ahead and gate took half and then they said since that time you know we've had uh you know mexicans coming into the United States, but it's not true of the other way. Right. <laughs> and the people, the people who happened to be on the other side of the border and stayed and became Americans by default, you know, uh, they never tried to, let's go back to Mexico, you know, nah, nah, we're good. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly. And you, you look at like Western history, it was the, it was that point where even when Texas was, um, mostly traded to the states at that time and yeah. it was one of those you know you had all these tejanos there that are like well fuck you you know while we're up here come try to come try to legislate us so they were truly sovereign at that time yeah. and that's why they were so quick and ready to to make the exchange of their land to the u.s for for protection because they didn't like the crown being over them people like Again, history is full of this is what I think the problem is for a lot of these people now they don't read any history like no. the real deal like read the journals that are left and you get a real picture of what life was like yeah that's was, the real record was, yeah it, that, yeah and that's another failing of people. Don't you think you ought to look at that? <laughs> yeah, well, like to, to the day-to-day experience. I mean, I think Louis C.K. has one of the best skits on it about how everything's amazing and nobody's happy. And he's like, <laughs> yes, he's like, you, know, yes. you ever seen that one? And he's like, you yeah, I think that? I know what you're talking. Yes, yeah, he's done it yeah. several times in some of his stand-up too. You know. Oh, it's you know, because he's right. Like back in the day, you wanted to cross the country. It was like, you know, a year later, a couple people died, a couple people were born. That's what it fucking does. You get yes. from like from Massachusetts to California. And these days, he's like, you get on a plane, you watch an Adam Sandler movie, you take a dump, and you're you're there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is the most incredible time to be alive in the history of the world. And, yeah. It's and, and that's it, it's always hilarious when they, we've got look at the poverty in America. And I said, it, 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 have you ever been overseas? And even if you don't go overseas, just look, there's plenty of documentaries and what have you. Uh, you don't know what poverty is until you've been to a third world country. You know, we don't know what that is. You know, our poorest man is the richest man in the world. You know, it's it's true. Well, we have resource here. And I and with these same people who will say that are importing that lifestyle, like, yeah. like, like this is like an issue in California right now. 
Um, and I, again, I could say these things because I'm a Latina. So fuck you with your, oh, you're racist. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm not fucking racist. It's that's, that's, you know, just, like, to, just to interject for a minute, you're like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Milo Yiannopoulos because he's yeah. gay. And he, he's, he says, God made me gay <laughs> so yeah. that he could defend men like me. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's so true. This is, this is why I say it because I live in Los Angeles and I see firsthand what these policies have done to this fucking city. And they're like, well, we have to be bleeding heart. We have to pay for everybody. We have to support every anchor baby. We got to feed all the Latinos. Well, guess what? It's turned LA into fucking Tijuana. And I go down the street these days. There's two hours of traffic to get across the city because nobody's upgraded any of the infrastructure. It's a total shithole. People are now selling food on the side of the street. It's completely unsafe, completely unregulated. Like, like people are sleeping under bridge overpasses in areas that have yeah. supposedly been gentrified. It's becoming a goddamn third world country. And then I say this and everyone's like, oh, well, but we can't, we have to, no, we can't do it because we're putting money into social programs and not into infrastructure. Guess what happens? You end up with third world countries. When you do yeah. that, you have to prioritize your infrastructure. And then everyone's like, oh, that's just something mean white men do. Let's just feed everybody <laughs> and, and then breed all of them. And then we'll just have no space on the freeway. And it might take us four hours to get across the city, but then we can feel good that we're feeding all these people. Like, and I'm going, no, 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 it doesn't bump and you're, you're there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, this it's is the most true. incredible time to be alive in the history of the world. And, yeah, it's It's always hilarious when they, we've got look at the poverty in America. And I said, it, 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 have you ever been overseas? And even if you don't go overseas, just look. There's plenty of documentaries and what have you. Uh, you don't know what poverty is until you've been to a third world country. You know, we don't know what that is. You know, our yep. poorest man is the richest man in the world. You know. It's it's true. What well, we have resource here, and I and with these same people who will say that are importing that lifestyle. Like yeah. like like this is like an issue in California right now. Um, and I, again, I could say these things because I'm a Latina. So fuck you with your oh you're racist. <laughs> yes. Like I'm not fucking racist. That's, that's you know, just like, to, just to interject for a minute. You're like uh, what's his name? Uh, Milo Yiannopoulos because he's gay, yeah. and he he's like he says God made me gay. <laughs> So yeah. that he could defend men like me. Exactly. <laughs> it's it's so true. This is this is why I say it because I live in Los Angeles and I see firsthand what these policies have done to this fucking city. And they're like, well, we have to be bleeding heart. We have to pay for everybody. We have to support every anchor baby. We got to feed all the Latinos. Well, guess what? It's turned LA into fucking Tijuana. And I go down the street these days. There's two hours of traffic to get across the city because nobody's upgraded any of the infrastructure. It's a total shithole. People are now selling food on the side of the street. It's completely unsafe, completely unregulated. Like, like people are sleeping under bridge overpasses in areas that have yeah. supposedly been gentrified it's becoming a goddamn third world country and then i say this and everyone's like oh well but we can't we have to no we can't do it because we're putting money into social programs and not into infrastructure guess what happens you end up with third world countries when you do yeah. that you have to prioritize your infrastructure and then everyone's like oh that's just something mean white men do let's just feed everybody <laughs> and, and then breed all of them and then we'll just have no space on the freeway and it might take us four hours to get across the city but then we can feel good that we're feeding all these people like and i'm going no, 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 it doesn't work that way and you're not helping them because yeah. now you're moving them into cities that are overcrowded where there's no opportunity, which breeds more poverty. And also later breeds all kinds of illnesses. And this is what's happening because people are saying food on the fucking side of the street that's completely <laughs> unregulated. Like, it's 80 fucking degrees out and they're selling fruit that's been sitting out all day and nobody sees the problem with this. I'm like, do we, I don't well, 
well, get they it. get they get a special pass. They're the special people. And... But, but no, because if you criticize it, it's racist. It's exactly. Racist that's right. Know. That's the card. Yes. It's I, I like I don't want microbes in my food, which means I'm a big fat racist. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, often uh, fear of death or illness is a, a sign of racism now, you know, because if you, you know, if if you if you lock your car doors and that sort of thing. But, well, what, what are you afraid? Are you afraid of, of brown people? I mean, yeah, that's what it is. You know, <laughs> it was one of those cases well, in LA. It was two Hispanic cops shot some cholo. And it was a really interesting one because they wanted to go on the police brutality racism thing, but then they couldn't because the two cops' names were like Ramirez and Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true because like the Border Patrol agents are all uh, Hispanic. You know, I mean, they all had their, yeah, yeah, Ramirez, Gonzalez, whatever. You know, and it's like, well, another act of terrible racism. From, oh, well. Oh. Well, they've been turned by their evil white masters. And, you know. <laughs> I'm like, no, because like some of us actually like I like countries where we have decent infrastructure and where like there are food safety practices. I'm thinking that's a good thing for everybody. And, yeah. and it doesn't help people. It doesn't help people to, to, to not have infrastructure and jobs available for them and then offer them handouts. It's, it's yeah. excellent. And it's the consequences that the people who uh, caused this are illustrious leaders. They, they didn't really think it through. They're, they're looking for a class to to maintain exploitation of for votes mm-hmm. so they can ride that gravy train. And that's yep. that's it. They're not really considering, well, and I'm sure the, 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 the capacity for the human mind to rationalize everything they do. And so mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure they all just blame, well, it's the other guy did it, and that's the theater of it, and it keeps them in office, and what do I care? Right, right, and that, and now you're seeing it. You're seeing it with the rise of both Trump and Sanders, where you have like the Trump supporters or the guys who are like, "Hey, I still want to like I want to work and I want yeah. a job," and like they're the people who, like, sh- Ross Perot was 100 percent right. Like, like if this country <laughs> had actually brought Ross Perot in, in the 90s, there might have been some like, like it was like the train was like a quarter mile from the cliff yeah, <laughs> in the 90s, yeah. and, and now we're like two inches, and we're like now we need Ross Perot, and it's like like he already we're told hanging the over the edge. Yeah, and, it, and, and it, by the way, it was Democrat who sold out all your labor to other countries, and that's what the TPP is, and nobody seems to. See I know no one notices that, you know, and it, yeah, it, it's um, killing me. <laughs> yeah, and, and even if Bernie gets would would get in, which I doubt, because of the, the delegate system of the Democratic Party, which is interesting, right, <laughs> they're right, super right, delegate. Totally. It's impossible for him to win. I don't care how many of those college students rally for him. I feel sorry for him because it's fun to see him win a few and yeah. make make a fool of Hillary. But yeah. uh, it's it's stacked against him, and he'd st- if he were black, it might have worked because that's probably what saved Obama because the same mm-hmm. situation was there. So Hillary was getting the super delegates and racking them up, and uh, he still right. won. But the I mean, you can imagine the outrage, and they were talking about repeating, you know, sixty eight and all that sort of thing. And right. uh, so, with, but with Bernie, yeah, he just doesn't have that that movement behind him. It's it'll be interesting to see because it's it's like. And I actually like I don't agree with Sanders like at all, almost on anything. Yeah, yeah. But I still would rather see him beat Hillary. Like I don't yes. really agree with any of them. I'm a political nihilist, so I don't. I think yeah. that humans are incapable of self governance, and I think that for the most part they'll fuck up everything they touch. And so <laughs> I have no probably so at all. But but I I like seeing the upset with Sanders. I'm like you know what if we're gonna go full socialist, fuck it. Like, I know you might as well. Yeah. <laughs> Put the guy in who's gonna like give slightly more scraps from the dinner table to the plebs and fuck it. <laughs> let's 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 double the national debt. Like let's get like to forty trillion. Like I think we could do it. <laughs> oh yeah, we will easily. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Feel the burn, man. Let's just feel the burn. Let's, 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 there. 
let's spend it like drunken sailors on shore leave. I think we can yeah, do it. Even drunken sailors are more frugal than that. Jeez, <laughs> well, at, least, at least they're paying to actually get fucked in a way that feels yeah, good. Yes, they do pay it. Oh, yeah, the prostitutes get paid. <laughs> Somebody's making some money at least. This is, and, and, you know, when it comes to, to Trump, I get why people... I get why people are supporting Trump. It makes sense to me. Yeah. But it's like it's like almost too little too late. I'm going, you guys, like, the, like I wasn't old enough to vote in the 90s. So my <laughs> idiot parents and uncles and all these morons who didn't actually push for that guy, like, that's the reason that things are fucked. But people just didn't see it. They were coming off the tail of Reagan. Everybody was optimistic. Everybody felt good about the state of the economy. Nobody realized that big fucking sucking sound. Again, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not getting fucked the way that feels good. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a and, sucking sound you want to hear. And then either, could the United States exact once in its life recognize that it's the prize and that yeah. you, you come to us, we don't go to you. You know, right. yeah, I know you're going to want to uh, sail here. So I don't really need to sell out my workers to yours, you know. Right, right. So, well, that's a transnational corporation bullshit. And this is yeah. why, like, a lot of the Sanders supporters, I'm like, you guys don't get this. I understand what you think you're saying, but those 62 people who own half of the world's wealth, they're not in the USA. You yeah, can't no. get to their money. <laughs> like, they're they couldn't afford it. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they, there's no way to get to them. You'd have to kill, like, 15 layers of their security detail, all of whom are making over a million a year to protect these fuckers you're not getting there like you can't get like it's not happening so unless you seal the borders up like seal it up like yeah. that's it fucking yeah. capital controls like i'm an, uh, my favorite president of all time is eisenhower and i think that he just <laughs> didn't he just didn't get enough credit because that guy had there was there were unions high taxation high tariffs and people in the u.s lived the the best they ever lived yeah that was it. But if they never let anybody in. Like, you didn't get into the U.S. Like, there was no Well, he actually rounded up quite a few and sent them out. Oh, I forget about that, uh, you know. And he said, you can't do it. Back. Yeah. And he's, yeah and so he, he did it. You know, it's like, what? You know, no one questioned. You know? No. No, because he cared because he was a statesman. He actually cared about the U.S., but he was yeah. also not a privileged person. He didn't come from the political classes. Yeah. And, and he, you know, came up through the military. And I think we really lost a lot of that. That's This is yeah. why, like, it's hard for me. Like, you know when the politicians say the rhetoric that I agree with? I'm like, yeah, yeah, but given the context, I still don't trust you. <laughs> I know. I Yeah, I can't trust anybody, you know, because out of all the group, I'm looking at Cruz as being the more hopeful of the bunch, but I, I don't trust him. You know, and I, I still think Trump will probably get it because the numbers are so favorable to him. But yeah, uh, but uh, he's the only one, him and uh, Carly Fiorina were the only ones who actually referred to the political class, which is a huge cancerous problem <laughs> that we have I, here. And uh, he called it the cartel. She called it the political class. But anyway, uh, so th that was it. That was the only ones. Who, and a lot of them, they, and when you, you know there's someone who's a member of the class when they say, they oh, the so-called establishment or the so-called. No, there's no so-called about it. It's real. It's real. It's real, and it always has been. George Carlin was a great, you know, yeah. court jester of, of truth. I liked Carly Fiorina a lot. I was very, yeah. you know, I wasn't surprised that she didn't get anywhere. Yeah. I also liked Dr. Ben Carson, you know? Yeah, you know, yeah. And I'm here, I'm, I'm an atheist, but I'm like, that guy is a true rags to riches African-American. Yeah. This guy, is, he's a brilliant neurosurgeon. Like, like, let's hear him out. But the fact that the media just went to such great lengths yeah. to diminish him, I was like, that's the guy who actually probably we should listen to, given how much the media does not want you doing so. A lot of times when the when a certain uh, personality, when you can judge them by the people they hate. And when it's the right people who hate them, exactly, <laughs> give them some it, love. 
Exactly. I mean, I, I think, you know, but, but it, it's like, it's all the status quo. Like nothing will ever change because it's no. always distractions. And, and, and a lot of, unfortunately, my age contemporaries, and I'm 33, so I was like right on the tail end of that, right in the beginning of that, that um, millennial, millennial deal. group. Yeah. And they, they, they're so disenfranchised with the system, but they were also raised with this like helping hand yeah. belief because they were raised like like I was just I just got a portion of it going into school, but it was like oh everybody's special and unique, everybody's yeah. a leader, and that's not true. Most people are not leaders. Like two percent of humans no. are leaders, no. and everybody else either needs to get the fuck out of the way or follow. That's it. Sorry, that's how that goes. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Like you're probably a follower. We all are. Just get the fuck out of the way of the smart people. But but nobody wants to believe that. And the millennials are really big on like, well, my ideas count. I'm like. Bitch, you haven't seen the world. You've been living in your parents' basement and you're 19. Like, you don't know shit about the world. <laughs> but we're letting it vote. Like, they, they think they get a piece of the pie. And this is this is that old adage. You let you let the people vote themselves entitlements from the treasury. You will end up in totalitarianism. It's tyranny. And yeah. It's always been that way. Well, that's the uh, the participation trophy uh, generation yeah. they refer to. It. That's when they yes. started doing that. and that's when they they, they uh, banned like uh, what was it uh, dodgeball? I used to play that when I was a kid. Yeah, now yeah, you can't yeah. do it because it's too violent. And it's and then there was another one. Oh, damn it! What was it? The school outlawed uh, tag. You know, tag you're okay. it. Yeah, because it when, when you're it, it, you feel you know isolated and uh, put upon. <laughs> and I was, you know that's life. You these games and that, that teaches these kids. You know what the world's gonna be like because you, you soften them up and they're nothing but little pussies. <laughs> Yeah. And then they're going to be eaten alive and not in the good way. Yep, yep. And that's, well, that's what's happening. This is why a lot of the millennials are not competitive in the workforce. But it's also, there's a system and that we've actively outsourced all of the valuable, meaningful work. Yeah. So there is no work. They, the, all they can do is pour lattes all day. And, 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 <laughs> like, and then like also like pontificate to themselves on Twitter about whether or not they're special. Like, they, like yeah. how many isms can I make for myself to make me more special than all the other special snowflakes? I, like, I need like all these delineations. And the, the problem with it is that we have a really weak country now. This is, it, it's too far gone. And I'm yeah. going, you know, it, the sad part is like if like like I admire Putin like he's a guy I admire yeah. I'm like that motherfucker is a tough dude <laughs> like, like I look at that I'm like you know I would be proud of him if I were Russian yeah and, well you can understand why they are because at least he's proud of being Russian uh-huh. you know I mean he's in it for himself make no mistake but he does so. his job to some you know to uh-huh. defend them and protect and he's got a hell of a mountain of problems coming for russia it doesn't look good but still he's uh you know yeah better than what our president does which is bow to these misogynist arabs you know know, these monsters and then apologizes to them because we were too american well this is and this is what a lot of these progressives don't seem to understand they think that if they like apologize enough to these people that they won't get beheaded. It's like the feminists go, well, I'm going to make apologies for radical Islam, even though they would kill me and rape me and call it Tarusha or whatever the fuck their name is for the rape games. But, but I'll apologize for them because then they'll spare me. And guess what? Over and over and over again, every fucking time, look, that, that girl from Colorado was just raped and killed by some quote-unquote refugee in Italy. Yeah, yeah. You, you, can't, you cannot extend niceties to monsters. These are men who are raised to believe, and this is why I am so impatient with their vilification of Western men, because I've been all over the world, and yeah. you know what? Western men are great. 
They're fucking amazing. I walk down the street and nobody rapes me. It's incredible. Nobody tells me to cover my head. I'm not told to go home or ask where my male escort is. It's a fucking amazing time to be a woman in the Western world. Yeah. And they're saying that there's a rape culture. And I'm like, bitch, you go to go to fucking Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Go, yeah, that seriously. is that is a rape culture. That's what that is. Yes. You know, their every moment is controlled uh, by men. Exactly. Like you, like you, if you really want that, now they're importing it to these Nordic countries who had this yeah. totally egalitarian system to the point that the men have stood down and let the women define everything. And guess what? Women are biologically fifty-one percent of the population. So if you let them all vote, things will go collectivistic because it's just how that <laughs> yeah. will end up going. This is why they didn't let women vote for ages and ages. So <laughs> now that they're fucking doing it, guess what's happening? They're all voting for the collectivism and for peace and love and giving you know roses to rapists and it's all really lovely. And these Arab men are like, this is like fucking this is being a kid in a candy shop yeah. i'm just gonna rape this <laughs> yes, girl and yes. i'm gonna take this thing because they're raised in force they're raised in like like it's such a crazy time to be alive and watch this yeah and it's just such a bizarre thing to see hardcore leftists will defend the muslim world to the hilt you know and i mean you're not helping those muslim girls you know? no no uh, i mean I, you, you can I, you can listen to i Yes, exactly. I know. And they wouldn't listen to her. They booed her. They wouldn't. They didn't want her to come to UCLA and all. You know, she's one of those speakers who gets banned from the because it's a trigger warning or whatever. My safe space. I don't want to hear that this problems with Islam, (laughs) you know, and that's. I she's could, like i was raised in it like the yeah. poor woman they mutilated her you know when she was 12 and i mean you know that crap yeah. and yes i mean don't talk to me about misogyny until you've dealt with that because that is just beyond no, you know, no anything i could conceive she's a brilliant of brilliant mind a brilliant thinker and she's oh, like, yeah. i'm telling you what's happening in here I, and they're going Shh, no you know what islam is a religion of peace i'm like so how are those rape statistics in sweden working out for you <laughs> <I know>. like <laughs> Well, twelve hundred percent increases since they opened the doors to immigration, and it's a cultural issue. It's 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 an immigration from cultures where men see women as chattel. This is how it is. Western men yeah. don't think like that. People are not all like Western people. I don't understand what the like like we have a lot of immigration in Southern California, but our rape rates don't go up because it's the people are coming from Latin America. Yeah. So the big issue we have is an infrastructure issue. We have people who are coming who have five, six, ten kids because yeah. that's culturally what they do, and now now we have to afford all of that. That's the issue. But Mexican men are they're they're Latinos are not yeah. that's not a thing. Like they like they have their own kind of machismo, but it's not a rape culture. Like, right. like, you, like you better believe like Latin women will not be told that they're oh they're like oh yes, <laughs> yes. Oh man, no. I, I've witnessed <laughs> this. <laughs> no, it's I mean Latin women are feared by their own men for yeah. reason. Yeah. Good reason. So so we don't have those problems here. And I lived in France briefly and I saw it firsthand. I got spit on walking through a Muslim neighborhood for having yeah. my head uncovered. Right. I, I saw it. Like I was I didn't even know what to do about it. I'm American. What the fuck was that? That's yeah. so weird. It's a thing. Jeez. Yeah, thank thank God uh uh Latin America was Catholic. <laughs> I know, I know it's true because our, our immigration problems in the states people don't get this like it's a to- we have a we have an infrastructure issue more than we have a culture clash issue and, and to be honest the Latinos in the USA are what's keeping the population growth rate at 2.1 which yeah. will actually preserve our culture a hell of a lot longer than the Nordic countries that have a population growth of I think one. Oh, it's yeah it's terrible they're just yeah. not they're not making babies and that's that that's the whole meaning of life is uh, procreation. <laughs> 
It's true. I mean, it's, you know, whether you're an atheist like me yeah. or you're a super religious conservative, like let's boil it down. Like, like replication of the species, continuation of one's genetic lineage is the big purpose. That's why you're here. You survive long enough to reproduce and raise that offspring to adulthood. Then you can die. It's, it's true. That's, That's what pretty it is. Much it. That's yeah. pretty much it. And this is this is why the liberal left is a very curious one because they're very. Um, I I don't know how many times I've heard like true liberal women say, "Oh, I hate kids. Oh, I have dogs." <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm going. Well, wait a second. Do you do you did you just tell me you hated kids and you have dogs instead? <laughs> what the fuck just happened? There? <laughs> it's so weird. And and this is acceptable in L.A. And I'm like, well, thank God. You know what? Maybe we do need more Mexican women having kids. Fuck it. Like, just bring all the Mexicans. <laughs> yeah. <in>. yeah somebody's <laughs> got to make the babies. Yeah, they're like they're like we want to legislate your body, but if I kill my own children, that's okay. <laughs> yes. Like, I want to yeah. I want to kill my kids in utero. But I'm going to tell you how to have sex on camera. Oh like, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> and I'm and again I'm an atheist. I don't care. Kill fine. Kill all your kids, but it, there is an issue with that socially. Yeah. yeah. Like it's natural selection, as far as I'm concerned. I you know we probably don't need more feminists in the world anyway. So maybe it's a good thing. <laughs> well, that's somebody. I, yeah, I remember hearing that point before. Is like, you know, uh, the religious people are more apt to have babies than the uh, the leftist people because <laughs> they've aborted them all and they don't have anyone to teach their theories to. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's actually maybe it's a good thing. Maybe like like it'll just all die out with like all the abortions and all the dogs. Like it'll just fucking well, die. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, but these thoughts have been going back and forth. They, they think it ebbs and flows up and down, you know, and it goes all the way back to like Plato. You know, yeah, that's it's a, true. you know, that we <laughs> we should be governed by philosopher kings and all that. I'm I'm, I'm good with that. You know? I know. Yeah, I've heard you talk about that before. <laughs> The, the more I the more I talk to women, the more I'm like, maybe we should give our vote back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, a woman said to me the other day, she's like, you know, I want my government to take care of me the way a husband should. And I'm like, we should we should end suffrage right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let them do the work. <laughs> <laughs> That's <But>. what happens. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, once you get the, the benevolent ruler, you're pretty good. And then, but then he dies, and uh, his little snotty brat kid who didn't go through the wars and stuff that he did, then that that's when you run into the psycho, you know. And then, oh <laughs> crap, down the flames and start over again, and you know. But oh, I mean, yeah. I, that might just be our destiny. I don't know, you know. I mean, uh, the United States of America is one of the greatest experiments humanity's achieved. Unless you yeah. believe those ancient alien peoples that we had, you know, Atlantis long ago and it died or something. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, as far as I know, uh, this has been, you know, and we, we all take it for granted. And that's yeah. the huge, that's probably the biggest problem right there is that we're all guilty of being lazy and uh, don't appreciate what we have. Because I think at some point, it I fear that people are going to look back and think, God damn, that was a golden age and it's gone. You know. Well, I think I think that's it's kind of like when you look back on Rome and you go, you know, they got a lot of things right. Like yeah. they had a lot of shit right, and then we managed to somehow fuck that up and yeah. <laughs> go into the dark ages for like a long period of time. A lot of people yeah. died of all kinds of plagues because <laughs> because you know the Romans had a running water system. Like that's fucking yeah, it, indoor plumbing. You know, yeah, I mean, it's incredible. So they had this, and then somehow people died of the plague like a couple hundred years later, and you think. This is a really interesting, and it's it's kind of the same thing where you think in the 50s and 60s, we kind of reached peak society, peak technology in some ways. Yeah. And then the, na the natural next progression of that was maybe how do we structure that without like an imposing 
uh, belief system. Like, like we can make this work. And the, this, the Nordics got there and then somehow it got inverted into this like kind of Nietzsche slave morality. Let's moral relativistic, you know, let's, <laughs> let's, let's let go of the idea that we're superior when instead they should have gone, fuck yeah, we're superior. We're the best fucking society on earth. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> but, but they, but they're like, Oh, we're sorry. We have the best society. Please come rape us and take all of our money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's grab your ankles. Yeah, exactly. you know, that should be the new symbol of the flag. <laughs> this doesn't make any, it's, it's really bizarre. And I think it's because almost maybe in some ways humans desire the destruction. Like, that's yeah. all I can figure. Yeah. There's some kind of suicidal gene in there. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. It's, it's gotta be. I mean, you know, you look at like the U S and it's, it's been going to shit since the, since the sixties. Cause when they yeah. started opening society up, you, know, you open society up to people who don't believe in Liberty and guess what? You're not going to have Liberty. Yeah. That's... Right. They don't understand it. They don't conceive it. And, and especially the professional activists, I call them, uh, yeah. for people who, uh, the worst thing that could happen to them is to actually win because then they'd have to go get a real job. But a right. lot of them, when they invite these uh, groups in they're the first thing they're going to do is tell them, yeah, don't learn English. Don't, uh, contribute. you should have to give up your culture and all that kind of crap, you know. Yep. Yeah, and it used to be the opposite. It used to be you came, it was in a land of opportunity. Like, my family was all about, you know, working hard. They were very proud that they never had to take welfare. Um, my family, being from Puerto Rico on that side, was on an island that was annexed. And so they ended up here, and they really didn't, like, nobody wanted the island annexed. Like, that was a whole thing. But... <laughs> By the time they ended up here, like my grandfather was adamant, like his kids were going to learn English and there was going to be no welfare and everybody was going to work. And that was a real source of pride. And then somewhere along the way, they normalized the idea of just taking and like, and then now it's become the norm where it's like, well, somebody else should pay for all my things. And, yeah. and so it's, it's gone from being a production society to being a consumer society kind yeah. of across the board. And, and again, that's why the only people who used to be allowed to vote were the people who were producing something in society. <laughs> yeah, the property so, owners. <laughs> yeah, property yeah. owners. And that's why that's why slavery was an issue because a slave could not own property. Yeah. And so in the 14th Amendment, suddenly everybody was not given the same rights but the same privileges. And guess what? Now none of us ever own property because if you don't pay your property taxes, guess what happens? <laughs> so it's all down is up and up is down. And this is where, how we ruined what was the best experiment in human history. Yeah. yeah that's, that's it's sucks. depressing. And this is why I'm a political nihilist. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's depressing. Yeah, well, you know, but you, but you never shy from the truth. And uh, that's important. <laughs> yeah, I would rather be with depressing truths than optimistic untruths. Because I think it's it's really, why deceive yourself? Like, yeah. I, I suffer no delusions about the world. And that's a very, like, that that sense of pessimism keeps you actually safe in a way like yeah, I would it, never I, I don't bring I don't bring fucking roses to refugees and expect them to not rape me because I gave them a rose like those poor people I did you know, it was one story after another these and you can't help but say could have told you you know all that these girls who went over there and I'm gonna make a difference and all that and she ends up getting gang raped by a bunch of you know refugees in Europe and stuff and I was like well lady I mean I, Get, uh, Aesop's fables, you know, and man. she's probably one that would not believe somebody you know she would hate me you know and that you wouldn't believe that, that i have some sort of I, islamophobia you know and that crap right. and uh you know i'm worried about infidelophobia <laughs> and <laughs> well, <it's, 
<laughs> and and then that happens to them. And you know, and some of them in the articles I would read would get it. You know, after that, <laughs> sorry, I had to learn the hard way. But others is just like, well, you know, what Western society and imperialism has done to their cultures and all. And it's just, oh God. You know, well, the, I, it, it, they were fighting. Everybody was fighting, like in the Middle East, all the time. Like whether yeah. white people are there or not. This is this is the story of human history. But the idea again, it's like, oh, it's always the white man's fault. So therefore, was, oh, cool. <laughs> so so that's good. So give their daughters and wives to the guys to rape. Wait, I don't understand that. And it's just like remember that guy a couple years back. He was a stupid idiot hippie from California, and he believed that he was communing with the bears up in Alaska. So oh make, yes, grizzly man. Yes, yes, yeah, the yes. grizzly man. So grizzly he'd go up man. there and he'd make an annual trip when the bears were really well fed on salmon and berries, right? So, and he'd commune with them. And they mostly probably thought he was some sort of fucking autist. So they just left him alone. <laughs> and finally he ended up there when one of them was getting sick and hungry. Yeah. And he ate, and he ate him and the girlfriend. And, and the yeah. audio was on the camera so you yeah. can actually hear it. And you know what? The natives up there were like, oh, that man's crazy. We told him to stay away from the bears because, you know, it's the that's the bear country. We respect the bear country. Like, that's a thing. Like, the yeah. natives are like, You're, yeah. you don't, you, you you don't go there. Don't hang yeah. out with them. They're not you furries. <laughs> they're, they're bears. And it's like yeah. these, men were, these men were raised in the Middle East in a culture where women are chattel. Yeah. You can't deprogram Literally. that overnight. No. You yeah. can't. Like it takes several generations and, and yeah. also harsh penalties. And there's a, there's a book called Spiral Dynamics that was deemed to be racist. So it's not taught in academia anymore. Just like Aesop's fables <laughs> which yeah. are the first things that you should learn in life, but whatever. So, and it was, it talks about this, about societies who have these structures. You have to be realistic about this is the structure the society has. You can't educate people out of it if you're not realistic about where they are starting. Yeah. So, yeah. And, but that's, uh, you, you just can't break it because the left is just hung up on this idea that I, you know, they hate Christianity. They'll go through yeah. all the, the 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 crimes of Christianity and all that sort of thing. And the mm -hmm. only pedophiles they hate are the ones that wear a collar. And right. and uh, but with Islam, the way I figured that with Islam, they see Islam as the faith of the third world. And since the third world is the most oppressed, that you know, from mm -hmm. the Western capitalism and all that, uh, mm -hmm. so therefore, uh, you got to give them a pass. Yeah. It's it's absolutely insane, and and this is so. Again, I'm an atheist. I got no skin in this game. Yeah. It really makes me <laughs> mad when I hear Christianity vilified and not Islam yeah, or not be... or not Buddhism. Like here, this is a real common one. Everyone's like, oh, but the Buddhists are such peaceful people. Hey, did you know that the life expectancy under the lamas in Tibet was 35 years? And did you know <laughs> that they enacted harsh penalties like sticking stakes and under people's yeah. fingers, and yeah. and most of the peasants only grew to be three foot five inches tall. <laughs> And most of them died of starvation. Hey, did you know that? But hey, but the Dalai Lama, that feudal theocracy is totally okay. But the Pope is evil. Like, hey, yeah. <laughs> let's be honest about this. Like, there's a reason the Tibetans joined the Red Army and overthrew their own Lama classes. Yeah. By the yeah, way. It didn't so, just happen. <laughs> no, but but the but the but you know what the Lama Dalai Lama says nice things in a book that Oprah shilled and then they put pretty flags yes. around. So I trust him. Like <laughs> this is the kind of bullshit that people are not willing to just disseminate through the logic thing. I, I if you look at Christianity, yes, it had its offenses, but it also led the world in technological progress, which to me means that the ideology of it grew. Yeah. As time went on. But, you know, what really changed Western society was birth control and technology and, and yeah. life expectancy out of water, electricity, penicillin, all these great things that came from Western civilization. Yeah. So if you wanted to convert me to some religion at the tip of a sword, I'll take Christianity any day yeah. over Islam. 
any right. day. I may not believe it in my head because I just, I, hell, I'm I, I, at this point. I'm like, maybe we did come from aliens. I don't fucking know. I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> like I've no, like I've got no proof to do. Yeah, this. there's no but, way to prove that. There's nothing there. It's all a nothing. matter of. Do, I mean, I, believe. I, I believe in it, but uh, but but yeah. I mean, and with with all the hatred for Christianity and like. Christianity preserved Western culture when the Romans fail, and that you, yes. you you owe all of your knowledge of that to those monks who studiously you know copied all that in their monasteries and all that sort of thing. So look, Absolutely. I don't understand that they're so big on collective, but they're really big on uh, eliminating certain members of that. Collective, you know, Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. Well, Christianity, we were... the Christianity fought Islam before. Like everybody yeah. talks about the Crusades, like the Christians were the aggressors, and it was totally the opposite. Like, yeah. like they 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 waged like four hundred ninety-two battles against Christianity of jihad yeah. before before the the Catholics were like, you know what, we should do something about this. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It like, went on for the longest time because they think, well, well, you know, oh well, the Muslims took. Uh, Jerusalem. Yeah, they took it. That's what started yeah. the war. <laughs> you know, right. that's, and that was what the war was about, was getting Jerusalem back. You know, right. they, they didn't go into Northern Africa and retake, you know, old Roman provinces and what have you from the Muslims and all that. No, it was just that. And they, they only managed to do it once. And then that was it. <laughs> you know, right. But, and you're going to tell me that the Western men were like the worst, most violent in history. And yet they couldn't even really effectively fight with the Muslims for <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Like, you're not getting this. Like, you're not <laughs> understanding. Like the, the Christian culture was all about preserving what they thought was godly and beauty and enlightenment. And, and that came through this knowledge base. It was like a very Roman yeah. masculine it was yeah. a masculine philosophy it wasn't one of destruction and jihad that's not really a principle of christianity yeah so i'm, I'm tired of people even atheists i get in fights with them because they'll they'll make fun of the religious right and i'm going but that's like the least of our problems like yeah, yeah i know the religious right all thinks i'm going to hell i don't really give a fuck because i will fight <laughs> alongside you guys to preserve the free speech because yeah. that's more important to me. And then you guys can all condemn me at hell later. I don't give a shit. Like, cause it's more important <laughs> that we have a society. Because guess what? Christian society was the only one that created a foundation of free speech. Islam hasn't done that. No. Buddh Buddhism didn't do that. No. It, it, no. Like, like all those, like, like Buddhism, Hinduism, I know a lot of people from a lot of these societies. And guess what? They're, they're the theocratic caste structures. Yeah. There's no free speech in that. So these people glorifying the East, I'm like, no, 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 you don't get that. <laughs> Talk to people who came from there. Talk to people who like Yes, yeah, they, they hardly ever do. And when they, someone comes and like like uh uh Hersey we were talking about, uh you know, they condemn her, you know, yeah. and like I think there's only a handful I can think of. There's uh Zudi Jasser who was uh, uh in the Navy. He's a Muslim that I respect. <laughs> And then yeah. uh, uh, what's her name in uh, Canada? Uh, Manji Ersi. She's she's well. She's a lesbian Muslim, so mm. of course she's yeah. in trouble. So, uh, but so they're, they're, and then but but boy, they're they're highly critical of Islam as it is. They want to reform it, like what happened to Christianity. You know, from the Christianity used to have its its in, Inquisition and all that sort of thing. And uh, right. so it's oh, well, Islam needs, but I just don't see it happening. You know, I mean, <laughs> they, they want it to evolve, and uh, well, good luck with that. You know. Well, well, the white population has never been as great as, as that in the Middle East. And so it's really hard. Yeah. Like, people have to look at these things kind of societally. And, you know, the Middle East is a very tribal 
it's a it's a very tribal setup. So you're not going to see an evolution there because tribal societies naturally war with each other and they don't progress. And this is why the Native Americans were so easily overrun by the white people because whites had this, well, let's unify under the, the banner of Western culture. You might be Spanish and I might be English, but we all want this continent, so fuck it. Yeah. But, but the, and, and the natives are like, oh, you're going to give us more guns and horses? Yeah, all right, I'll, I'll sell the fucking Navajo out. Fuck them. And this is yeah. this is the problem. This like this is what tri- This is why tribal societies do not progress, and they always get overtaken. Yeah. And so, we're sitting around with our thumbs up our asses, waiting for a bunch of people who are mentally stuck in the seventh century to evolve <laughs> as as a culture. We've given people technology that was invented by societies who had moved past that point. We've we've created right. technology, and then we gave it to people who are still mentally in the seventh century, and we're shocked that that didn't work out. Yeah. So that's. To me, the biggest failing of, of Western civilization is overestimating all the people around them and thinking that somehow we're going to educate them into modernity, and that's not how it works. Yeah. And, I mean, the real lesson they need to learn now is to backbone up, and uh, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to have to go to war because they're definitely going to go to war with you. And they, yeah. that's the reality of war. You, this, we're ruled by people who literally believe. I mean, like John Kerry saying, you know, that's not the way we behave in the 21st century. You know, <laughs> what? Who the hell are you? are not God. You know, you, you know I right. mean, they don't care about your sensibilities. They're, they're going to go in and take what they want. And when, yeah. and when you show them weakness like that, that's literally blood in the water for the shark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and this is this is what ISIS is. I mean, if you look at yes. them, there were there were mercenaries that that we funded and everyone funded, and yeah. then we're shocked when they turned on us. <laughs> well, what the what the fuck did you think was going to happen? You gave a bunch of of things of really advanced technology, very destructive stuff to a bunch of fucking feudal mercenaries, and like you're shocked that they're yeah. beheading people. Well, like this is what they do, and so and, and this, but you know the John Kerry's and all these politicians. These are not statesmen. They don't give a fuck about our military. They don't give a fuck about our country, no. and so they don't want over at wars because they can leech more money off of these little skirmishes in perpetuity. They don't want us to actually end the end the major issue. This is like nobody wants to talk about that. And if you say that, it's like, well, we can't because, like you said, you can't you can't reference the political class unless they'll you know then they'll blackball you. Yeah. <laughs> Sure it's 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 depressing. I mean, this is why I'm a fucking political nihilist. I, <laughs> I'm so disappointed. And this is why when I got online, like I'm talking to people like you who are Christian, and I'm like, I agree with these people a hell of a lot more than I agree with yeah. all the atheist liberals that I should be agreeing with. And I'm like, no, 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 you guys are wrong. Like, I think these Christian people are actually more right about a lot of this when it comes to policy <laughs> because they're willing to they're willing to look at it and have an identity with being an American or with being a Christian that a lot of these progressives and I know because I was raised in LA it's like you're taught to just kind of eschew your own culture and your own background and your own country like it's it's verboten to say hey I'm proud to be an American I like my country but yeah. you can't do that if you're a progressive it's this strange uh, suicide thing <laughs> you it's know, weird it's you know I it is bizarre and I mean, I can weird. I can follow it to some of its origins but even then I don't I, I'll never understand it yeah, well, yeah. it was like, you know, like like Puerto Ricans. It was always like you were Puerto Rican, you're American. Like, that was a thing. Like, we were Americans. We we're Americans by birth. Like, because yeah. we're all annexed. And that was, there was pride in being American. And now it's like, oh, you're Puerto Rican, so you fly a Puerto Rican flag. And the Mexicans fly a Mexican yeah. flag. And, and, the, and, and so 
at some point, it stopped about being that hyphenated American, which is actually the important part, yeah. and it became about what your country of origin was, which is bizarre because yeah. I'm I'm a Southern California girl more than I am a Puerto Rican or a Swede or a Native American or any of my other ethnic lineage. Yeah. But but and, and so is everybody else I grew up with. But, but, they're, but, but they're attached to the origin flag. Yeah, it's a strange thing because I remember uh, it's like, well, well, when you go to Canada or something, what are the black people called? Well, black. Right. <laughs> no, they're, they're not African Canadian, right, <laughs> which right, is right, odd because right. you would have thought they would be. Right. Yeah. It, like I don't understand because I think that, that that really creates such a division, which is what they want because yeah. we're fighting with each other, and then we're not going, hey, how come we can't really handle some like cave people that we give machine guns to? Like, why haven't we solved I know, that? That is the strange thing. It's 15 years of this war, and yeah. I mean, if you can't handle this miserable little ragtag group of idiots in caves and whatnot, what's going to happen when they inevitably we're probably going to have a war with China, who has a you know several million man army, <laughs> and right. they're building a navy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, that we're gonna lose. That's what that means. Exactly, and this it, this is what is killing me. I'm thinking because these other places where people are not as comfortable, even the military. A lot of the guys I talked to on my podcast, a lot of them um, dropped out of the military because they're like, you know, they they ended their their time and they got out because they said that military is becoming very pansy liberal you know they have this thing where they have these, these military men marching around in like little skirts and high-heeled shoes walk a mile in their shoes day like tell oh, me what fucking sakes. purpose that has and look like i'm a chick like i should be all pro chick rights and whatever but i'm gonna tell you women and men have different hip and leg structures and that's what <laughs> yes. enables women to be able to wear high heel shoes without having a lot of hip and back pain and men don't do well with that. So now you're, you're forcing injury on a bunch of soldiers to make some yeah. sort of political point about something, something feminism. I don't like it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. How does that help women? I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it was all these stupid things. I remember years ago, I think it was the old Phil Donahue show, and he was all proud because he wore this outfit that can help a man uh, feel what it's like to be pregnant. <laughs> Like you can't feel. Well, I, I mean, it, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It was something that well, it pushed on his bladder to feel like it's full all the time, or something. It was just ridiculous crap, and that you know, like he had made some great stride for understanding what you're not a woman, you can't. And, no, you know, I, and also the vilification of pregnancy. Again, that's a very big progressive thing because yeah. instead of like, oh, look at this, like women have the great privilege of bringing life into the world. Yeah. It's like, oh, we have to be pregnant. And it's so awful because I have to pee all the time. Yeah, well, you're growing a human in you. So I think you can trade <laughs> off pain all the time for bringing a new human onto the planet because that's kind of an amazing privilege. But but it's like it goes back to that progressive. Oh, I hate kids and I'll just have dogs. And yeah. Being pregnant <laughs> makes you pee and it's awful because you have to pee. Like what? Like you're bringing a fucking human into the world. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and and this is it's all part of this same bullshit. Like it's so hard being a woman. No, it's not. You know how many times men open the door for me when my arms are full? That's such a cool privilege. Like I walk <laughs> yeah. somewhere and like a guy opens the door for me. That shit doesn't happen for men. Like nobody's like here. Let me let me hold the door open for you at twenty feet because you're carrying shit. No, it's they so, don't. <laughs> like men don't have it easy in the world. I don't know what the hell these women are smoking. I'm like, you know, and all these women are complaining. Well, men have privilege. I'm like, well, why don't you try to be hotter? And then you would have hot girl privilege. And then you would say that hot girl privilege totally trumps like all like white male privilege <laughs> across the board. It's not our fault that you're ugly and fat and dudes don't want to help you. <laughs> 
oh yeah, that reminds me. Uh, yeah, earlier today, I was watching uh, Anthony Cumia's show, and uh, I think he had comedian Louis Gomez on there, and they were talking about uh, Kim Kardashian had uh, tweeted out her nude picture. Oh yeah. And uh, this was for International Women's Day. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and. <laughs> and so she got some crap from people and some of the lines were pretty bet miller did a line that was pretty funny but anyway yeah. uh the, the reason she got the crap is like gomez had pointed out says well if she had been some uh really fat woman and yeah. ugly, you know like lena dunham <laughs> or somebody like that yeah. it would be a you go girl i'm so yeah. proud of you you're a beautiful girlfriend that kind yeah. of crap you know but yeah. the, you know, well, it's Kardashian, and she's only known for you know her sex tape and her ass, and all that, right. you know. And so, oh, I hate her, and you, and all that crap. It's like, well, you could have just ignored it, but you know, but that's yeah. the reason. That's why, you know, that those are yeah. the rules. Nothing undermines women more than other women. Yeah. That's the truth. And it's like H. L. Mencken said, misogyny is simply when men dislike women as much as women dislike each other. That's the truth of it. I like I. <laughs> I have been more supported in my career in engineering, in my education, uh, in porn, it doesn't matter, by men than I ever have by women. Why? Because women are inherently wired to try to, they see women as inherent sexual competition. So you have yeah. someone like Alina Dunham, who's not sexual competition, and I could be like, yeah, you go girl, you show off that fat dimply ass, it's hot. <laughs> but but Kim Kardashian is inherently sexual competition. You don't want to lose your caveman in the cave. And, so, and, and the feminists are still running this model, even though they've made the daddy state. Like daddy state's not going to leave you. You'll still get your welfare. It doesn't really matter. But but they don't. They haven't like lost their biological wiring, and so they're still afraid of women that they deem to be threats. It's really stupid, and this is why I cannot do the feminism thing. I've never seen like you'll never see environments of only women where it doesn't devolve into a catty bitch fest. And I had a, an <laughs> argument with this about this feminist. Well, there's plenty of organizations that that are only women that, that function. I'm like, which ones? She named some Jewish organization. I'm like, yeah, but that's actual patriarchy. Like you're in a religious structure of patriarchy. Yeah. And then the women all agree on the philosophy so they all get along together. And I'm sure there's all kinds of fucking bitch festing in there too. It's just yeah. that they don't publicize it. Yeah. So get some life experience. You ever see a sorority where all the girls are singing Kimbaya and supportive of each other? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't yeah, think so. No. And, and, and look at look at the fucking PTA. You think you, you, like here's the grown sorority. Same fucking thing. Yeah. You, it's that's how women have historically functioned. Nothing will change it. No amount of feminism. Like Kim Kardashian. Hell, she's making her money. She's making her money doing her thing. She's never pretended to be anybody she's not. Exactly. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. I mean, if you don't like her, just you ignore her. Don't buy the magazine. Whatever. Yeah. You know. But uh, nope. yeah. But uh, they can't it. help themselves. <laughs> Women, women do not inspire excellence in each other because they don't compete for the aim of, of progress, whereas men inspire excellence in each other because they all aim to acquire the most amount of resources. And that's why historically women just didn't work and they took care of kids because bringing children onto the planet was like the most important thing. Yeah. And the men would go out and get all the resources and they'd compete with each other to get all the resources. And that inspired progress. Yes. It's like so simple. It's like the simplest fucking thing in the world. I don't understand why people don't get this. Well, that's another baffling thing because the left it loves to push uh, theory of evolution and science and what have you but they don't live by it because if they really understood the theory of evolution all of their philosophies just you have to throw them away 
Like, well, like, why not? Like, why not do the thing where you're like, okay, you know what? We believe in evolution, natural selection. Let's pay the smart people to sit at home and have the kids. Like, I want all, <laughs> yeah. like, I want the top 10% of women of intellect. I want all them having the kids. So let's subsidize the fuck out of that. And because we're all eugenicists, we're cool with, with abortion. Let's sterilize all the dumb women. Like, 50% below is fucking <laughs> sterilize them. Like, like, fuck it. Like, we're eugenicists anyway. I'm cool with you killing kids. You're cool with killing kids. Let's just do it that way so that we can breed the best. <laughs> and the brightest but instead they're like you know what you best and brightest woman you woman with a 130 IQ you go out there and you show men you you go to college you you waste your childbearing years trying to compete with men in a fucking dick show in a corporate office and then by the time you're 37 38 and you want to have kids not a single man will settle down with your almost menopausal ass and meanwhile <laughs> here's here's fucking Maria or whoever who, who has no education probably a suboptimal IQ let's subsidize her having 10 fucking stupid children let's do that like, like, why doesn't the left see this? Like, I, like I say, pick one. So this is where I've, I'm actually grateful for all the Latinos and the Christians who want to have all the kids. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, someone, like I said, someone's got to. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but this is—it's making society dumber because I've met all—it's that idiocracy thing. Where I've met so many people that I'm like, you, you—if you understood the value of you guys breeding, you would have actually added value to the world by yeah. the people you. But instead, you've chosen to like compete with men in corporate marketing and travel the world so that you could make some shitty fucking corporate salary and be worried about being laid off and have a martini each night. And then guess what? A lot of those women I knew, you know, with a couple abortions to their name all of a sudden in their 40s are just wishing that some dude would settle down with them in their cat or dog or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work. It's, it's a dysfunctional society. And I'm not a Christian saying this. This is like, this is coming from a purely <laughs> yes. atheist, yeah. rational, natural selection thing. Yes. Like, it's not working. Like, like, maybe women shouldn't compete in the colleges for the men. Maybe women should go to college in their 40s and spend their, their productive years actually breeding the best people. And then we should subsidize women to go be part of the workforce <laughs> once they have some life experience and can make some valuable decisions. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they want to run everything. Why don't they run that? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what real, you know. You think about matriarchy. Like if I was a matriarch, a matriarchy, I go. The most important thing are having more smart humans. So let's subsidize all the smart women having smart humans in their twenties when they're at their best peak breeding, you know, like eighteen to twenty-five. Like you guys all breed. Like have three, four kids, <laughs> and then when you're done raising the kids and you're like forty, then you go to college because now you have a life experience. You can really learn some shit and you can be a real value and asset to society. That's yeah. that's the rational thing to do if you understand biology but instead we're sending girls out and i know because i was subject to it i figured this shit out a little late you know they send you to college to compete with boys who are on a different biological time frame yeah in, to in, in total and they uh, yeah the life inspectancy they can you know they got more of an advantage for that in later in life anyway you know oh, yeah. And, and, so. and men could be in, in college having kids and they could be at work having kids in their 20s and 30s. And that doesn't that doesn't harm anyone. But a woman whose you know, goal is to go out there and acquire resources for herself like a man, which she's only going to acquire enough by 38 to really have a family. And then by the time she goes to try to have kids, she can't do it because her egg count is down from like 300,000 yeah. at birth to 9,000. Good luck. Yes. Well, we need new technology that can help us. But, you know, they're big push for yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you could spend your whole life's research. You could spend your whole life savings on three in vitro fertilization <laughs> fucking cycles. And you could have popped three kids out in three years at 19. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's like, again, like, I'm not a Christian. I'm saying this from a totally rational, right. like, atheistic eugenicist standpoint. So... <laughs> <laughs>
so simple. Oh boy, boy, I, well, we covered an awful lot, and I really, yeah, we much, did. It was really fun. long. I might, but we'll have to do this again. You yeah, know, totally. uh, this is this has really been fun, and I, I enjoy you a lot. I enjoy you on Gavin's show. Oh, I Thanks. wanted to talk about Gavin. Yeah, it's too bad he's married because you two would have made a just perfect couple. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let his wife hear that. No, yeah, I, 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 well, she great. shouldn't watch his show. <laughs> Gavin's great. He's he's such a he's a great guy. He's like he's exactly the kind of performance artist that I like, and I I appreciate him because he is one of these, uh, you know, liberal young. But he's like he's a true anarchist, and that's uh, that's kind of yeah. how I feel. I, I, like uh, Gavin and I get along on a lot of things, except for the except for the Catholicism where we don't agree. But everything yeah. else and his no like, wanks campaign. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've yeah. got to stop porn. <laughs> and then you end your show with the porn star. And then he's like, oh, I fell off the wagon again. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what I love about Gavin. He's just, and, and this is the part where, again, people need to get just because people don't 100% align on all their beliefs doesn't right, mean that right. you can't have valuable conversations and come to concurrence on some things. You might totally disagree on others, but you know what? There's still a conversation to be had. I think it's really important. So I appreciate you having me on yes. for this reason. Yeah, and the point I make with people like uh, who are religious is like, look, you're going to need allies. <laughs> you know, we're we're at war here. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so and you want allies that are that are less moral than yourselves because I don't care. I'll cut a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there we go. Keep up the good work, Mercedes. Uh, I guess you can uh, do your plugs. You, want oh, to plug yeah. you, you guys can find me on Twitter at the Mercedes XXX, and a lot of times I'm shadow banned on there, so you'll see me censored yes. on Twitter. It's kind of fun. And then you can also hit me up uh, on my website, MercedesCarrera.net, or you can email me or send me hate mail at MercedesCAXXX <laughs> at gmail.com. All right. Well, thanks for being on the show. And again, uh, we, like I said, we'll have to do this again because uh, this was quite a treat. Yeah. So we'll uh, thanks for being on the show. All right. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. And up next, another exciting episode of Night Night after these brief messages. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Do you girls believe in reincarnation? Answer me, you hoas. All right, come on now. Huh? I hope your next shit is square. Right. Our pal, the late great Otto Peterson, is no longer with us. But his legacy of laughs lives on at autoandgeorge.com. There you can find his DVDs, t-shirts, and all things Otto and George at autoandgeorge.com. In space, no one can hear... I stand corrected. Hey gang, it's Mr. Nelson again. Hey, you like sci-fi movies and outer space adventures? Well, now you can watch one with me. Our film is called Cosmos, War of the Planets. It was Italy's answer to Star Wars, but for some reason it just didn't catch on. Maybe it was the cheap special effects, or the below soap opera level acting, or maybe it was just the fact that the studio forgot to turn the damn lights on. Anyway, our sci-fi romp stars, John Richardson, who once had a shot at being James Bond, but he lost out to George Lazenby. Richardson just couldn't get a break. I mean, it's one thing if you lose out to Sean Connery, or maybe even Roger Moore, but George Lazenby? <laughs> oh, well. Warning. 
due to an extreme lack of talent. Bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Sellfly.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. There you'll find all the films that I've graced with my smart-ass commentary. So again, head over to Sellfly.com slash Nelson. Then if you want to be a real fan, you can get your Cosmos War of the Robots t-shirt. Yes, all you have to do is head over to society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. That's society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. All one word, M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it'll be just that simple. There you'll find not just that Cosmos shirt, but plenty of other shirts that I've designed and other articles of art, like prints, mugs, and tumblers. You know, stuff like that. All kinds of goodies. <laughs> you can even find the Mr. Nelson Show t-shirt. That's right. And my own designs for the Bob Levy Show t-shirt. Yes, quite a few. Yes, it's all there. So head over to society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. All one word. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. Uh, this is Boobo from Night Night. Uh, and you're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show. my friends be all in crack and up with dope you know and i wouldn't down with that you know i gotta like take care of my kids know what i'm saying i gotta get off my ass and get a job and go back to school or something like that you know girlfriend you are beautiful a message from the young women of america association the following advertisement may contain language that could be unsuitable for some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. Yeah, well, my intestines are all congested, and I've got impacted stools, and and, and I can't shit. Such pain. Does this sound like you or someone you love? You are not alone anymore. Please go to easypoo.com that's e-z-p-o-o.com easypoo.com there you will find the ultimate breakthrough in laxative relief science yeah some days it's as if I'd give anything just to take a dump please go to easypoo.com now Warning. Results may vary. Side effects may include bloody projectile diarrhea and anal prolapse. As per this warning, Easy Poo will not be held responsible for any injuries. Once the sale is final, we wipe our ass of you. This is Captain John Wayne Higgins of the 13th Precinct of the Cityopolis Police Department bringing you a special episode of Crime Stoppers. Yes, indeed, this is a special episode dedicated to bringing in the costume vigilante known as Night Night. With my 20 plus years of law enforcement, I have fought the good fight against crime. But I would never take the law into my own hands. I am a state recognized officer of the law. I wear a badge. I have sworn an oath to God and country to protect and serve. However, 
There are those that think by wearing a mask and cape puts them above the law. They are wrong. Night Knight is just such a person. He wants you to think he's a superhero, but he's no better than the filthy degenerate criminals he claims to be against. In this reenactment, based on eyewitness testimony, you will see how this lawless clown operates. Look out! It's the freezer! Chill, everybody! Chill! <laughs> Let's go. We can use the freezer as cover while we rob the jewelry stores. Right, night, night. Cityopolis Police Commissioner Charles Wetwin. Well, we can't prove that Night Night had anything to do with the theft of the jewels. But, well, the jewels were there before this incident, and now they're not. You tell me what happened to them. Night Night, it's the king of popsicles! I know. Alright, Freezer, stop right there. Damn you, Night Night! Don't come any closer! I'll have to kill you. No, please, don't kill me. <laughs> what the hell? Never have I so ruthlessly been savaged by the media. The night night, it was almost completely accurate, except for that part about stealing jewels. Jewels? I don't care about that crap. That actor portrayed me like I was a sniveling coward. I have never known fear. Well. You seem pretty scared to me. I mean, you wet your pants, and when the freezer shot you with its freeze ray, you nearly lost your balls to frostbite, remember? No, no. <laughs> Give me that remote. There's got to be something on better than this crap. Tonight, on Capes Confidential, we present a special episode on the mystery of controversial masked avenger, Night Night. Is he a superhero, or just a sad criminal psychopath dressed head to toe in pantyhose? Who knows? Perhaps someone watching tonight could help crack this case. Perhaps it's you. Capes Confidential is brought to you by The Club. Hey, that car looks sweet. It'll look even better in our chop shop. Oh no! Uh, it's the club! <laughs> Let's get out of here! Uh, hello, I'm Chief O'Reilly, Chief of Police for uh, the Cityopolis Police Department. Uh, in my experience, the club fights back against crime. When a car thief approaches a car with a club attached to it, they will not steal it. Therefore, a car uh, with with the club is not stolen. Thank you. The club available at Walmart and other participating establishments. And now it's time for City City News Special Report Now Live. Because if it's not now, it's not live. Hello, I'm Wanir Care. For City City News Special Report Now Live, I am reporting to you from an undisclosed location as the building that houses our studio is currently under attack by the costume vigilante known as Night Night. At this time, his motives remain unclear. We go now live to the scene outside our studio building with our man in the field, Holden Cox. Holden? 
This is Holden Cox for City City News. Uh, I'm just outside uh, the City City News building where Night Night appears to be arguing with, with Police Commissioner Wetwin. Stand down, uh, Night apparently, Night Night and Google were attempting to blow up the satellite broadcasting Shut tower of City City News what? when police arrived and interrupted him. Uh, we'll try to get in closer and see if we can uh, hear what they're saying. Oh, shit, he's got a grenade. Night Night, put that down. Up yours. God damn it, Night Night. Drop it right now! The night night will not be denied. Uh, we, we apologize for the language, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are live and have no control over this, but uh, for any younger viewers, you might want to leave the room. We're going to open fire on your ass, uh, night Things are getting heated here as we are live from City City what News Special weapon? Report now. How did the live. machine turn you against me? <laughs> Damn it, night night! These TV shows are a result of your actions! Nobody needs a propaganda machine to make people hate you because everybody already hated you since the first day you showed up in your stupid pantyhose. Grow up! I'm calling your bluff on this one, Wetwin. Oh, yeah? Fire at will! Experiencing technical difficulties, please stand by. And now it's time for City City News Special Report Now Live. Because if it's not now, it's not live. Yes, this is Veneer One Care, and we're back. Uh, it appears the explosion outside City City News Studios resulted from an overeager SWAT officer's bullet striking Night Night's grenade. We here at City City News want to stress that in no way do we find Night Night responsible for this explosion, and so there is no reason for further visits from uh, uh, Night Night. Again, Night Night was not to blame for this. Uh, this was uh, clearly an example of police incompetence. Yeah, so... Uh, in a personal note, our own Holden Cox was injured in the explosion, but is expected to recover despite having lost a testicle and having shrapnel lodged in his rectum. Get well soon, Holden. We'll be back after these messages. Damn it, Boobo! I said nighty-night bomb, not grenade! I only wanted to put him all to sleep. Well, a bomb's a bomb! <laughs> Stupid idiot! You're going to spend the rest of the night going over our arsenal and study up on it. Oh. That's what you get! After this debacle, like all the others, was clearly your fault. No, the news just said it was the cops' fault. No, Bobo, you can't trust media lies. And thus ends another amazing night-night adventure! This has been a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? Wow. Yeah, this is the uh, longest Nelson show I've done so far, and it was worth it. Yeah, because I could stay up all night talking to Mercedes. And so once again, I want to thank Miss uh, Mercedes Carrera for being my guest.
Uh, she was quite the treat, quite a delight. And it's too bad this is an audio-only show, because uh, you, you, you didn't get to uh, see her loveliness. But I did. Dee-hee. Dee-hee. Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they'll be promptly ignored and or blocked. I uh, sent him photoshops of his cat. Then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love all the shops. They make me so happy. <laughs>